0: Okay. Cool cool cool. (laughs)
1: Your
2: little face. Ooh. ooh. It's been a minute since I've done that. Same. Okay. this one's good though it's very palatable tequila yeah <laughs> our, um, um welcome
0: ah, to yeah, our little yeah, kingdom
2: <laughs> thank you for welcoming <laughs> to our little kingdom
0: and for some of those they're actually going to be able to see some of our little kingdom crazy oh. <laughs> so how was <is> your year <laughs>
2: how no it hasn't it hasn't been that long no how long has it been was the last one we recorded
0: i think it was at your cottage yeah
2: okay so that's not crazy
0: how's your september and october
2: kind of nice actually Mm -hmm. my job is back on its kind of shitty schedule Mm -hmm. but other than that it's been a lot better it's been just much more relaxed i'm having room to be responsible on my own which is nice. a little more room to breathe. It's just been, yeah, it's been good.
1: Nice. Very cool.
0: Not being so intensely micromanaged?
2: Not as much, which is good. (laughs) Definitely still a little bit, but it's, yeah, I have a lot more room to breathe. I've definitely sort of done my own thing in many cases, which is pretty sweet. Nice. Oh,
0: Highlights? Lowlights? It's a hard thing to, for such a long amount of time, but
2: since august
0: yeah no pressure
2: uh shit i don't know what has even happened
0: um what
2: yeah what was what's your highlight
0: one of the high one of my highlights is just that so it's been about a year since we moved into this apartment yes. actually just over a year um and we went out for a little celebratory oh eel. yes
2: our oyster meal I had awesome.
0: oysters and it was
2: that was sweet quite a
0: highlight for me
2: yeah that place was sweet that was awesome
0: yeah was it's called times. oyster tavern or something like
2: that do that again well it's uh, the elmdale is what it's actually right
0: um but yeah that was delicious i haven't had oysters in a long time and i was like oh dang i i get it I remember why these yeah. are so expensive and good. Yeah, no, I mean they were... they're not crazy they're expensive. Not crazy. They're just more like luxurious feeling than they are really expensive. I mean, like, it's
2: I don't know the same money you could spend on a chocolate bar, you could instead spend on an oyster. Well, maybe maybe a little. Let bit. that same, thing.
0: um, a yeah. nice job, <laughs> a really nice chocolate bar. <laughs> for one uh, oyster. No,
2: no. I think. I, these days, like, a fucking regular pack of Reese's Pieces is... Oh, I don't know. Two bucks. True. So it's not a, yeah, not I a mean, really it was huge markup like, to get an oyster. It was there. like
0: one fifty, Or sorry, like three fifty dollars 50 Like per a oyster, single oyster. So. so it really wasn't bad at all. No. Um, but yeah, they were delicious. That was a yes highlight of my October, for really sure. Did. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they gave us a little selection, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, that was, like, part of the most interesting thing was that they were, like, this oyster from here, this oyster from here, and, like, you could, they really tasted so different. Yeah,
2: the one you didn't have was actually pretty close to the, to one of the ones you did have.
0: Right. Because that, they were both saltier, like.
2: Yeah, they were both much more briny. Yes. The, The last one being, like, over the top.
0: Right. Whereas I really loved the first one which first one was, was really kind tasty. of just like fresh and you can really taste the oyster and it wasn't like overpoweringly briny.
2: The second one was briny, but I liked it. Mm. Um anyways, yes. The oysters I'm be good. good. That Getting was that was a habit, for later. sure. Um, 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 um. um I don't know. It's been kinda Smooth sailing, for the most part. i played golf a couple of times mm-hmm. since the last... Uh, so that's probably a highlight. Golfing has been... Well, golfing as as though I did it frequently. Uh, twice for the year, mm-hmm. which is better than the zero the pace had been set for by August. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was nice to get back into it. I, I like getting there to, to golf a little bit, and it was a good time. Both, both times didn't play amazing, but I played a lot better than I expected to after... You know three and three years in a row of really having no more than a game or two, mm-hmm. well, I can still do it,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, you must have like you were talking it up in a big way because like one of our friends who's never golfed, and then our other friend who's only golfed like this year, yeah. and I were all kind of like, All yeah. right, man, we'll go golfing, we'll see who, and yeah, I've also
2: never golfed once. too late in the season, is the problem, yeah. I got, my, got back into the taste of it, like, in September. Right at the end, in the yeah. middle of September, <laughs> and then I played another round a week after that, and then here we are in the middle of October. It's... It's going to start snowing.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: don't say that! That's tragic! Twist the knife into my heart,
1: won't you?
2: Don't worry, global warming will stop that we want eventually. We won't have winter. We won't have too many mm. long winters for long.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I don't... I can can't think of a little light to be totally honest uh he went to belly so i had a boring night alone (laughs) i guess i was low light. it was
0: a fun night for me in belly i won't lie
2: yeah you (laughs) was just just a work night i mean it really didn't make a huge difference (laughs) no
0: you were were just pining after
2: definitely exaggerated to call it a low light yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um Oh, I guess a bit of a mix of Highlights and Lowlights. I also started a new job since yeah, last
1: podcast.
0: It's been fun. Working at a brewery. It's been a nice a nice little transition. Honestly, like, overall, though, very good job. Like, I like the people.
1: Yeah. It's
0: good. It's, it's chill. nice. Get a lot of free beer.
2: Yes. That's nice.
0: It's not bad. It's not bad at all. You like that. Yeah. you really like that. And it's just, like, a nice environment, like, I mean, it's the kind of place that I'll get off my, like, eight or nine hour shift, and I'm like, okay, I'll still stay and have a pint, or, like, you'll join for, like, food or whatever, and it's, like, we're still down to hang out there a bit, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of nice. I'm not like, oh, get me out of here.
2: Yeah, well, I had a fun day, basically hanging out, like, most of the afternoon,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: uh, a couple, or a week ago. Yeah. It was fun. We went bowling, too. That was a good highlight. That was a good time.
0: We went bowling. We played pool right? Maybe we had some, like, little activities. Yeah, it's
2: been a good couple of months.
0: Yeah, it really has been. We've been distracted, obviously, too distracted to make a podcast. I mean, honestly, just with the new job is a little bit, was just getting settled into that, too.
2: Yeah, it's a mix of the new job, plus things are sort of loosening up a little bit, so we yeah, we've been going definitely out Definitely have been going out and hanging out with people. We
0: started wearing less and going out more. Now we're always wearing less.
2: <laughs> okay well on that note the topic today is a general discussion of music
0: whoa you know when people are like what kind of music do you like and you're like uh and you can literally think of zero artists or zero music you've ever listened to and i just want to be like beyonce <laughs> <laughs> oh That happened to me the other day at work because, again, the whole new job and, like, you know, meeting a bunch of new people and stuff. And you end up having these little conversations of, like, what do you like? Blah, blah, blah.
2: Definitely, I think a lot of it is to do with the way it's produced and consumed these days. Like, 30 years ago, while you may have frozen up a little bit and you may have had too many things to pull from...
0: You'd be like, well these Because are the only way to I
2: really have any exposure to music was to either own it
1: mm-hmm.
2: as a record or CD or cassette, whatever the fuck it was, uh, or to hear it on the radio,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is very different than what you get now. So now you can kind of pick and choose and browse and get whatever you want. It's also w- way easier to listen to something and have no idea what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. You put on just like a shuffle or a Spotify playlist. So there's or...
2: much greater density of sort of under the radar artists coming up
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh it's just made it so that there's less clear definition of what's what and much more blending and up in the air
0: oh man I mean, you
2: can't really name a genre anymore.
0: oh man i am so bad with genres like i don't even know what anything well, is they don't, someone's like what is they that just and don't like... really exist anymore. <laughs> yeah
2: you can sort of peg clear influence from one artist to the next Mm -hmm. but beyond that it's really hard to to define a clear these days
0: my dad (laughs) saying that everything comes from like the original three genres of music are like country I think blues I want to say and
2: gospel maybe
0: jazz no I remember Um, jazz is is a mix it's like specific mostly blues and then like so all the other genres are like a combinations of those right and so you know like jazz will be a primarily blues but then with like some country influences that like you know lend it to being kind of quicker and more fun and like that hot-blooded kind of thing and like but it has like those underlying instruments that would be more traditionally blues music or and then you'd like add it anyways
2: at this point yeah it's pretty hard to really yeah. define things as clearly belonging to a specific genre
0: well I mean that's the whole point is that it's like if you think of those three like beginning genres as like the primary colors right yeah and then it's like that even rock too. is purple right it's a it's a secondary color and then now we, people will be like Alternative rock or punk rock or something. Like, like we're getting into like tertiary and like yeah, yeah exactly like it's, to... it's such blends and combinations it's... that
2: everything's just brown.
0: Yeah, essentially.
2: <laughs> 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 That's funny. So yeah, it's not really shocking. That would be hard to answer.
1: Yeah. What do you like? I'm like oh,
2: well, I like a bunch of stuff. Um, and realistically, it's become more relevant to name artists than it has than it would be to to name
0: albums or uh, or songs or
2: genres. Genres, right, right, right. So whereas, like, even 20 years ago, Mm. if you said, I like listening to punk, well, that gives you a pretty clear idea of what you're listening
0: to. Whereas, oh my gosh, today if someone said I like listening to punk, like, what punk, you know? What era of punk, what genre, subgenre of punk? Punk could mean so many things at this point. And what does that mean to you? Someone could think something's punk and another person could disagree? Like, it's super... Yeah. Yeah,
2: there's no, yeah, there's not really so many people listening to a radio that is telling you, this is a punk song by...
0: Yeah, no, totally.
2: The Velvet Underground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there.
0: So there. But yeah, it was, it was not fair because this woman that asked me that I was working with was like, you know, what kind of music do you like? And I gave her like some squeamish answer and was like, I don't know why I listen to like these bands. Um, and then was like, what about you? Like, what do you like? And she's like, oh, I like all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's such a common answer. After I just struggled to, like, you know, name a few bands that I actually like, then I was like, oh, you can't do that now. You can't say so you listen to all kinds of stuff. Yeah, well, of course, I listen to all
2: kinds of stuff too, man. With the advent of streaming services, I, anyways, I, I, I have to do a real poll of this. I don't know what the stats are, mm-hmm. what people's real interactions are, but, like, with a streaming service you can kind of go about it two clear ways. Mm. So There's the way you and I both go about it, where we're very intentionally picking out and choosing, for the most part, what's going into a playlist, what we want to listen to at a given time or oh, moment. Curating
0: a playlist is like...
2: A shouldn't. lot of that, right? Uh, I think that kind of feel, the the ease of access and the ease of listening, the radio provided... In the past, hasn't been lost through streaming services. I think people still very much want that. It's just now taken the form of the whatever randomly generated or
0: algorithm. Just,
2: yeah, the, I, I forget. I don't know. I don't know how the they make these things, like the Spotify generated or the algorithm generated. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that they do to make these kind of pre-made playlists for people. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people use those. Mm-hmm. Think particularly um, like businesses. Yes. We'll just slap that shit on and not really think about it twice. So going back to the point before, it's just really easy for people to hear things mm-hmm. and listen to music and not really know. Because then you don't have a radiocaster ever saying, yeah. this is this person. You have to intentionally look Pause and whatever, remember, yeah. which is not going to happen very often.
0: That's true. Yeah. I'm a big fan of like, if I ever am listening to it. even like my Discover Weekly or something, I'll, like, as soon as there's a song i like, I'll, like, pause it and, like, go to the album and then, like, just download the album so then at the end I'll have, like, three or four albums downloaded so that I can, like, go back and totally. actually listen but to it.
2: that, like, that genuinely entails just more effort. You have to be more willing to care about it. And if your whole goal is just to put something on so to yeah. have it on and it be listenable.
0: It's funny. I guess, like, it really is different mentality of listening to music. I feel like it, it kind of... Never thought about this this analogy until right now, but it's kind of like a collection, right? It's like a like in the way that you collect records, but it still feels like you know yeah. a collection of things to me. Totally. So it's like listening to Spotify. It's like if I find something I like, I'm like, oh, I want to get it, I want to grab it, I want to take it. You know, I'm like
2: totally. So but, it's like you know, things that are mediocre or medium, you don't grab. Mm-mm. They don't make it to the collection. Mm-mm. So it's very much like that. But some people don't care to collect things. Mm-mm. So mm-mm. It, it makes me think that a person who would go. I listen to a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. Realistically, just doesn't really think about it. Mm -hmm.
1: That's fair. does
2: listen to a bunch of things, but not by their own real choice. Yeah. All this being said, uh, you and I definitely make choices.
1: We love, we love, we do love music in our household. We
0: talk about it all the time. We listen to it all the time.
2: Definitely a lot of curating of playlists.
0: Mm. Some joint playlists, which are fun.
2: Yes. A number of them. Uh, some of them need to be updated. It's been mm-hmm. it's been a while. I think we made a, a couple, like, a year and a half ago or two years ago. and mm-hmm. haven't really added to them since.
0: It's cute. There's a playlist that you made that was, like, for me or... I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like the V's knees one, yeah, and it's very cute because it's like all music specifically that I was like listening to, like the first whatever six that months that we met. Because that was before you were
2: even on my Spotify.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Now we literally share a Spotify family plan, so it's less of a thing. But it was just cute when you specifically had made a playlist for me. It was like it's like you made me a mixtape um I made you a playlist um but it's cute because it's kind of like all things i was particularly listening to like the first you know six months we were dating or year we were dating so it's like a little bit of a time capsule that playlist because it's only like 150 songs or whatever opposed to like my my catch-all playlist that's like 600 songs at this point your catch-all playlist is insane and then our joint catch-all playlist
2: is it's become a beast (laughs) yeah our joint one is like two thousand songs yeah
0: it's literally I think like sixty hours. Like it was, like you can listen to it for
2: And whatever. that's like with culling. <laughs> we will go through and delete things that are no, no. longer relevant. So yeah.
0: two thousand. Yeah. So uh, if you wanna follow Eric Cotain, follow Dream uh, Team, I think it's probably public. If anyone ever wants to have our Oh right.
2: I forgot you could do that. You can do that. Yeah, yeah,
0: you can, yeah, do, yeah, that you do, can that. do that. I follow like some random like YouTubers playlists and shit. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um well one of the one of the good playlists that I had found was, uh, what's her name?
0: Oh. Uh, Hayley. Yeah. Um, William. No. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. The Paramore girl. Paramore girl. Her, her personal she had a good
0: playlist. She had a bunch of, of like, random, loose. like, like shit I didn't inflatable. expect that. I was like, damn, don't, I are
2: like this? Yeah, I didn't no, know you like fun. this. A lot of like,
0: Yeah, it was a lot of solange, But a lot like, of
2: also, like, weird 80s techno. It, it was.
0: I feel like there was, there was even, like, hippocampus and, like, some, like, maybe. shit like that. And I was like, dang, who knew? I don't
2: remember all the specifics. It was kind of fun. Was, kind of fun. Yeah.
0: Do you think we influence each other's music tastes?
2: Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so too, but... (laughs) I don't know that
2: it was wildly Mm -hmm. different to begin with. No. But yeah.
0: I mean, yes, I think, like, the baseline was that we just, like, liked and listened to a lot of similar or crossover stuff to begin with, but, like, I definitely like, have added stuff even to my personal playlist from sure. you that I probably, like, wouldn't have, but I would like, like, I like to listen to on my own as
2: well. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, I don't, yeah, we should have thought a little bit more about how to structure this, but... Mm just Don't know what angles to approach the whole subject. Like, do mm. we just talk about specific artists or, or songs or music that we do listen to? Or do well, that's what about? I
0: was kind of like. That's where I was going with this a little bit of like the specific okay. question of like, do we influence each other's music? Because I was just thinking, like, what like what music I associate with you, you know, or like what okay. music you associate with me, or like what I don't know. That I thought that was kind of. <laughs> I'm so camera
2: shy. <laughs> um, you definitely, I mean, I guess for both of us a little bit, It, it, a lot of it works in moods. Yes. So it's not like globally, there's always one or two things that come up consistently. There are definitely some consistent favorites who come up a lot, but mm-hmm. the mood shifts and some of those like highlights... Mm-hmm. That are different, at, you know, different months. Oh, a
0: hundred percent. I also, I wonder if you're guilty of this because, or not guilty, but like if this is your listening style. Because I, if I get into like a specific album or an artist, I will listen it to death. Listen to it to death. Like I will listen to an album, yeah, literally on repeat, until I'm sick. Like until I can't listen to it anymore. It's like I binge. I hardcore binge music and artists in general. Like, it's, yeah, I'll listen to the same song over and over again for a whole day, or that's extreme, but I'll, like, put on the song seven times sure. in a day, or... I haven't
2: done that very do many times. times. You do it I a lot.
0: I do it all the time. Like, I, yeah. So you don't really do that as much? Not
2: nearly as much. Like, yeah. um, when I was working at the Juice Place. Yeah.
0: Back in the day.
2: Basically every single day, when I, um, like, on my way there, mm-hmm. I would listen to the Unicorns <laughs> album. Um... Like, back in high school, uh, on my walk to school, I would almost always listen to uh, Metric's Synthetica. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. It just kind of depends. It comes and goes.
0: And then I do feel like, probably, like, you obviously do relate to that, and I think everyone experiences this, where you have... um, like memory and time periods associated with music but definitely like mm. specifically for people that do what I do and will like binge an album it's like i will think of an album and i'll think of like the week i listened to that album a 100 times you know and then right. it's like and then i'll still, still listen to it afterwards and it'll be on playlist or whatever but it's like it's very rooted in like specific times because it's like you
2: know cuz you just cuz i just crazy absolutely go
0: crazy it. yeah exactly
2: true yeah yeah <laughs> um sometimes Especially, it doesn't happen quite as much these days, but for a while, uh, especially when I was playing a lot more video games, I would listen to music concurrently, mm. and so definitely some some songs are associated to specific games. Oh,
1: that's fun. That's interesting. Which is kind
2: of a thing. Uh-huh. Uh, like, there was a minute where I was listening to Cashmere all the time. Mm-hmm. That was during a specific like little Game Boy game that I had downloaded on my computer, it, like in grade eleven. Uh, yeah, I can't think of a whole lot of other yeah. examples right now, but that's cute. That that's makes sense. Definitely, a lot of the music is very associative.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's pretty classic for memory, though using using your senses senses to to associate to actual information
0: Mm -hmm. apparently smell is supposed to be like the most side right right? but music
2: is but yeah yeah. doesn't discount the fact that music can work too oh
0: no not at all totally agreed yeah yeah for sure um
2: that's why video games for instance use sound cues right that makes sense
0: um or like sometimes certain albums or like genre or not genres artists will remind you of like certain people Like, often, especially, I find, like, say, if I was doing a thing, like, the only example I really have is, like, going to Blue Skies with Sophie, say, Mm -hmm. and, like, we would, like, listen to an album, like, the whole weekend kind of thing, and then I'll have, like, that super strong association, and I'll always be like, so,
1: (laughs) I wonder if she still likes this.
2: (laughs) True. That's fair. Or if, uh, just a particular person was the one to share some music with you. Totally. like, Like, uh... Maverick Saber, it's always okay. a, a Jeff oh situation. Yeah. D'Angelo too. Ugh, classic Jeff. I'm very <laughs> shout out Jeff. <laughs> <So the whole laughs> weird R&B dude.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Um, do you think you have a pretty similar music taste now than as you did like seven years ago or something? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I remember when I got my first little iPod in, like, I forget if it was grade 7 or 8. I think it was grade 8.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and back in those days, at first, the first things that I had on the iPod were individual songs that I had purchased mm-hmm. on iTunes. Mm-hmm you had to you know Mm -hmm. get you get your like ten dollar gift card and 99 cents a song or whatever spend some time trying to pay
0: hell yeah
2: songs or whatever it was we could get with that yeah some songs were a buck 30.
0: you gotta really think about those ones i don't know those i'd be like how
2: they figured all that i
0: know this song is worth you know 30 percent more than this other song
2: (laughs) yeah in retrospect so weird doesn't make a lot of sense so weird um then I figured out that you could burn CDs on your computer mm-hmm. using iTunes and then put those onto your iPod. We used to pass around,
0: around CDs all like when I was in like middle school. It was a big started doing that. Yep.
2: <laughs> uh, and then my buddy started figuring out how to turn music. Yeah. So then the world really opened up. I remember doing that a lot. Um, but like you'd have to do
0: it for each song. You'd have to like download like the MP three file. No, that's what I did. Or Or an album, I you could do an album, yeah, but
2: yes, yeah, yeah. I would always. You could do full discographies.
0: Oh dang, really? Oh yeah. Twelve-year-old me is crying. Anyways,
2: whatever. Uh, Definitely yes. There were. I mean, just in those days, there was not an easy way to get access to Mm discographies, so people really did go through the effort to to make them available for torrent Mm -hmm. (laughs) online.
0: So okay let's dive into your personal history with music okay? okay let's let's dive into it what like what are your first memories of music like what was the music like listening to growing up like were your parents tasted music tell Definitely, me about that it
2: always starts with what your parents of have course on. um my dad so spent a lot more time with my mom than my dad yeah so not a ton of influence from my father but my dad had some weird music listening habits absolutely obsessed with your dad's taste of music. Um, I think it's perfect. his personal taste is well i think largely the main thing about my father is that he just doesn't really mind so much what he listens to he doesn't put a lot of care and effort into into that so uh he'll often kind of just default to you know, putting on popular radio and just right. letting that run. Who cares? Yeah. Um but the definitely the CDs that he had when I was growing up uh was he had the Queen's Greatest Hits. Uh he had the Bee Gees. He had um the Box.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Which I think Oh yeah, to yeah, I remember. remember
0: <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> weird band from Montreal Um, he, he listened to like some a little bit of eclectic uh, classic rock mm-hmm. like he he liked Sir Bob Geldof of uh, he? what the hell is his band's name don't know he liked Bon Jovi
0: Bon Jovi
2: yep um, didn't he like, like the Backstreet Boys s- yeah <laughs> so I don't know okay. how much of that was him right. or his uh, partner at the time yeah uh <laughs> or you know what the backstreet boys might have come along with Vera Nick who is the right age for uh, yes that, that makes a lot of sense it. um his wife yes <laughs> uh anyways i'm not sure right i don't know how much of that was his own influence but by the time uh my dad met up with his his current wife um, that's when it started being a lot of Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. and The Black Eyed Peas. Oh, very heavy. I have listened legend. to the first two Black Eyed Peas albums. Oh,
1: they're perfect.
2: Many, many times. The one thing that both my parents had in common is that there was basically always music on. hmm Uh, it was just very different with my father. Mm-hmm. She never listened to popular radio. Basically ever at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and she had... A collection of CDs that were on repeat all the time. Mom she, still does have a
0: collection of CDs <laughs> like you. Yep.
2: Would just listen to the same CD on endless loop forever. Fuck it up, Julie. When City and Colors Bring Me Love mm-hmm. came out,
0: <laughs> that was one of them.
2: It never <laughs> ended. It was constant, constant, constant. That's funny. Uh, play of that album so i know those backwards and forwards Mm -hmm. um (laughs) what else do we have um
0: your mom really likes sarah harmer right
2: yeah so uh she definitely had the um are you there yeah but i remember listening to i am a mountain a lot more
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um we had five days in july the blue rodeo Mm -hmm. Uh, as well as a few other random Blue Rodeo. Oh, there was a new... There was, like, a 2006 album uh, all the things we left behind.
0: Was Blue Rodeo your mom that was the that? Yeah. Oh, interesting.
2: Uh, so, the, like, their 2006 album I've heard many, many, many times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty good, actually.
0: Mm.
2: It's very much not the classics. Yeah, yeah. But good album. Uh was there. She had some a few weirder, more eclectic choices mm. that have not carried on quite as much. Okay. Uh, Lorena McKennett, or Lorena McKennett, is the most notable. Hmm. Uh, I believe I have made you listen to one Probably. of those Probably. That, that, that
0: sounds familiar from you, but I don't can't really visualize
2: like, that. It's weird because it almost sounds like it's something of like high fantasy. It's huh. very stringy, moody uh, Celtic music.
0: Oh, yes. I remember you playing me that. Yes, 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 yes. Classic music,
2: of
1: course.
2: Uh, she had, like, the whole Lorraine kind McKenna of discography. Hmm. I've heard it all, man. <laughs> uh, that was a funny one. Definitely the most off-the-beaten path that it ever went. Um, yeah. that's That's about it, though. She would have, like, a couple of... More into the realm of popular music albums, but Ooh,
1: those whiskey. were
2: those were the, the highlights.
1: Cool, that makes sense.
2: I'm sure I'll think of more, but
0: yeah, interesting. Now, thank you. How
2: about I you, my dad? Um,
0: my dad is absolutely well. He's a fanatic. A fanatic, a music fanatic. He he's he knows steroids. he knows everything. He's listened to it all. He truly listens to everything. Yeah. He knows everything.
2: He does know it all. He knows it all. He knows it all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not an exaggeration.
0: Like, yes, he's certainly listened to every album I've listened to before I've listened to it. Like, just as a given, plus a thousand you for every album I
2: listen to. Throw yeah. out like an out of left field artist name.
0: He's like, oh yeah. He's like this album or this album? I miss it. Okay. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so. Yeah, growing up, my dad had a million CDs, um, which is why, like, almost, I mean, like, everything, I was just even saying, oh, Death Cab makes me think of my dad, but, like, so does most music, because, true? like, literally, just my childhood was, like, all of his CDs, I mean, he he had, like, thousands of his collection, he had, like, those books that you'd have, like, fold, you know, like, the flip books, it was, like, that's, like, a photo album, but it was a CD album
1: so like oh yeah it yeah, could yeah, be yeah,
0: like yeah. 10 bo- or 10 cds yes. or something like flip totally. through them
1: yeah
0: so he had left like stacks of those um true then I remember uh so when my parents got divorced when I was 10 so I remember like my dad just played everything so my like under 10 was just listening to all of my dad's music a lot of blue rodeo in there too you know, some Death Cab. He really liked Coldplay's first albums. Oh which, yeah. same.
2: Yeah, we had Russia Blood to the Head. That yes. Was one of the, one of the
1: yes. Common albums.
0: Parachutes. Um uh like Tragically Hip, I mean he listened to like the Stones a lot, listen to but like literally just everything it is hard to this is what what comes to my mind thinking back on it, but like then I remember when so like when he moved out, this is like it's you know the distinction of households, like my parents being together and parents being apart cut. Is I remember my dad had his like big like uh Apple desktop and his like background would just be like iTunes uh covers, like albums. Right. So instead of like you know a loading background, it would just flip through album covers. Like that's oh, what like his, a like, screen his saver? screensaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So then I had this whole like from when I was 10 to like whatever 18, whenever I was hanging out at my dad's house, it would just be like on in the background, just like album covers flipping. And he has always been very ahead of the curve with his music and like, you know, got iTunes as soon as it was a thing and then got Apple Music as soon as it was a thing and like has just amassed this like insane collection on there he gave me I think I actually still have his old iPod and it has like 16,000 songs on it or something that was from when I was a kid um so it's funny because honestly a big part of music is like these album covers are very like I probably knew the album cover of Nevermind before I particularly I could associate what Nirvana or like that album it was you know like it's just like seen it so many yeah I've seen it so many times and like you know it's funny um so, in complete antithesis, my mom does not care about music, really, at all. She is super, definitely one to put on, she'll just, like, have the CBC radio on or whatever, all the time, and not ever make her own decisions about music. To be totally
2: fair, that's what I've been doing every day, on my <laughs> ride work. Yeah.
0: But that would just be, like, on in the kitchen, you know, all the time. <laughs> um, that's relatable. Yeah. So... I think my dad was very excited when I like started getting kind of into music when I was like, I mean, I remember this, this is embarrassing, but you'll hear it anyways, is when I was 10, we were like visiting my dad's family in Toronto. And there was like a big billboard that was like black Peas, you know, like the Rogers Center wasn't called that at the time. Um,
2: and the, I was, was like, in the ACC.
0: yeah, the ACC. And I was like, oh like I like that album, you know, like little ten year old me. I was like, oh that's a good end. But that was like, oh do you really I'm like okay, let's go, let's yeah, let's go to a concert, you know? And so he took Ellie and I. Shout out Ellie, still my still one of my best friends, um, to that and like it was like our first big studio concert when we were ten. And then Ellie and I made a pact that we would go to a concert together every year for the rest of our lives. And we kept it up until we were like seventeen. So it was like seven that's years of good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, but, yeah, it was very funny. And then, like, definitely started getting kind of into music and buying, like, specific CDs. I remember, like, saving up. We have the last Sam the Record Man store ever. That was, like, a big Sam the Record Man was, like, this, like, old school, like, 90s uh, CD store. Sure. Um, And they, apparently there was, like, hundreds of them across Canada. And the last one that still exists is in Belleville, Ontario, for some reason. Sure. And okay. Um, I used to always, like, save up my babysitting money and then go there and there'd be deals. So, if you got, you could get, like, four or five for, like, the price of four or whatever. Um, and I remember buying Born to Die when I was, like, 13. Of first Lana Del Rey. Um, I definitely bought Beyonce, ironically. But, I don't know what else I would have bought there. Um... I definitely listened to a lot of Destiny's Child when I was a kid. I had that when I had my little, like, walk then. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I had a Destiny's Child CD. That was legendary. Oh, and then how could I forget that we all got super obsessed with One Direction when we were right. with that first album when we were all, like, 12. Yeah. Um, and admittedly, I was a real fan for, like, one year and really loved their first album. And then I think I listened to their second album, like, once. And then I just completely stopped listening I was, like, such a fake fan. It did not last long at all. Um, but, yeah. I saw them in concert twice. Two times. Yeah. Yep. Two times. Megan only saw them a third time without me. Aggressive. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I bought Ed Sheeran's albums. That was definitely, that was first albums um yeah that's kind of my music introduction I guess yeah Megan and I really loved Ed Sheeran like at the at the OG I remember so that was like in our One Direction phase when I was in grade seven started loving One Direction and it was just like we found out Ed Sheeran had written like three of the songs in the back like this kind of you know yeah random unknown person like he had didn't have an album out or anything but we were like oh my god our favorite songs are like written by this guy I'd cheer, and it was like in the day of watching a bunch of mute or YouTube videos and so I remember we like just googled his name to YouTube and he had like one video out and it was small bump it was like it's a it's of his first album <laughs> true fans will know um but it was like a a little like first song put out super like shoddy homemade video um and we started yeah absolutely being obsessed with him and then like went and saw him when he was opening for Taylor Swift on the thing and it's very funny definitely that's like literally the only example I probably have but just like that one person that we were like oh my god Ed Sheeran and then then he became like insanely popular um but yeah from the least cool least hipstery thing possible of being like a writer on One Direction songs is how we became obsessed with
2: him
1: (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah. I guess now that I'm thinking about it some of the when when I got the iPod and started choosing my own music a little bit more Mm -hmm. some of the choices are definitely still consistent choices that Mm -hmm. I listen to now but I listen to a lot more hard rock Mm -hmm. to thrash
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
2: It, it Hasn't gone away. I just listened to it a lot less. Mm-hmm. Even the Muse, like Muse, was yeah. the biggest music swing I ever really had. Where mm. Basically, from grade seven to first year university, ninety percent of my music, or that's not true, but a lot of it, <laughs> yeah, was the one band. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in high school, I mean, especially just because. Some of my friends would also listen to it. But yeah. I, I, it's stuff I still listen to today. I genuinely yeah. like it. Like uh, that Megadeth album Luca yeah. had on the other day. Yeah. That's that's a classic. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: Ride the Lightning was always a classic. I mean, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and Death Magnetic. Three Metallica albums. We <laughs> jammed a lot. Um, definitely those guys got a little more. Heavy, mm-hmm. It's what you the occasional pet hair, huh?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's, there's some fun stuff. It's <laughs> it's not always the mood. Yeah, but sometimes when you wake up and are doing some chores, it will is you the listen mood. to
0: that by yourself? Hell like, yeah. Yeah, yeah! I
2: listened to "Rest in Peace" on my own uh, when I made our Thanksgiving contribution that yeah. Sunday morning.
0: Oh, just, you know like, what? That's like for me, like my me version and... of that. <laughs> my version of that is like Eminem. True. Like, that's, like, my throwback, like, what I loved, were like, I mean, that's literally all thanks to Ellie, but she just, like, got us all so into it, and, like, that was definitely so formative of my, like, 13, 14-year-old self, that I, like, yes, just not always the mood, I will not be trying to listen to Eminem on the daily, but, like, sometimes, like you say, like, cleaning chores, I was, like, put on the Marshall Mathers LP, and I'm, like, yes, <laughs> this is what I want right
2: now. I find I always like the slower, moodier rap songs mm-hmm. over the, the yeah. head, like, Heavy when, yeah. I, when I wanna go fast, when yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that's that's gotta be Thrash Interesting.
0: Interesting.
2: <laughs> the thrash metal is just yeah. peak perfectness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for that kind of get going <laughs> move. Yeah. Whereas rap is I really I I, don't know, I tend to prefer the the slowed down. There's there some kind of more aggressive songs that are fun. Like The Black of the Berry is awesome. It's a little more aggressive. But even then, slow down
1: (laughs) (laughs) interesting interesting yeah
0: I think like kind of like late high school when everyone else in the world eh, you know what no early high school I definitely got into like Arctic Monkeys and because it was I remember it was like pre it was before like am had come out because yeah, it was it was snap out of it that i or not snap out fuck me um it was that's AM. yeah that's am it was um 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 suck it and see that's what i was trying to right. say
2: which is the album before which is
0: the album before that i listened to all the time in like grade 10 or something like that and then i remember it was definitely one of those things that was like a arctic monkeys and it was like a second scene people were like "Eh." and then i remember am came out and it became so popular that i almost like resented it you know what i mean i was just kind of like okay no one liked arctic monkeys a year ago and then now it's like now they're kind of like more americanized like easier to digest like poppy music of course people like you know (laughs) which am's a great album arguably Coldplay has a
2: bigger audience now than they did
0: oh god that's crazy but yeah i don't know Arctic Monkeys, I will always like their fucking, like, first two albums. So, they're they're so good. Just so perfect. It's such a different vibe than AM. Like, absolutely. Kind of, like, grungier Britpop. It's
2: just good. It is definitely a lot uh, (laughs) grungier. is the right word.
0: Yeah. And then AM is very, like, studio, made for radio, a
2: lot of that. It's, um, honestly, AM was in the same whole... New Wave rock group movement, where uh, Death From Above are the same thing, The Royal Blood are the same thing, Um, the Foo Fighters started kind of going Mm -hmm. into that direction, too, where it was kind of thicker sound, but more cleaned up. Yes. Definitely much more cleaned up from the 90s Foo Fighters. Yes. Yes. Or Everlong. If you listen to Everlong, mm-hmm. and you listen to something like um, the line, mm-hmm. which is a newer Foo Fighters mm-hmm. song, very different production sound. They just yeah,
0: the different. production of it is a big what they're
2: what they're doing in the studio is just completely different.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Whereas, like, kind of. um like, earlier Arctic Monkeys albums reminds me of, like, early Strokes or, like, even...
2: Um... Strokes is weird.
0: The Strokes is different. The Strokes, I mean, it's different, but it's similar, but it's different. But, like...
2: They sort of just reinvented the whole thing.
0: It's interesting, though, because the Strokes, like, even like, with their first album or best album, um, like, which is 2001, they have, like, a really 80s sound, which is, like, kind of interesting because it's not really of its time, you know? Like, it's the Strokes, not that indicative to like what early two thousands music was. It was like It kind of sounds vintagey then.
2: Oh yeah, then the music that kind of became from the Strokes was like your Sum Forty Ones, the, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the All American Rejects, all those all yeah, those yeah, crazy yeah. things that were that started being on the radio. Totally like, two thousand six.
0: Yes. Yes. It was watered down.
2: Definitely. Dirty in a sense, but like the it's it's the instrument sounds that are starting to get cleaner.
0: Right, 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 right.
2: Where it's not like just a mess. Of <laughs> it's mm-hmm. you can kind of hear the strokes. Yeah.
0: Hey. <laughs> is, there it we is. We folks.
2: solved. Crack cracker case. We
0: solved music. <laughs> Done. It all out. Um. <laughs> but. What else? What else? Oh, one of my other favorite classics is uh, the Kooks album, Listen. Listen. Although, you know what? Okay. You know what? Is I love the Kooks. Straight up. My mm-hmm. first thing to say, Listen was always my favorite album. It came out in 2013, and, like, it. oh, my God, I still think it's a perfect album. Recently, though... I've gotten into their older albums more. Oh
2: yeah. Yes. Well they're much more like AM or not AM, but the Arctic Monkeys. Yes. yes. They're way of course.
0: I, I do have, you know what I do
2: have a taste. Totally it's fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, their first two albums are just not the same band, really. Yes. Listen is totally different.
0: Listen is totally and it's like it's weird because I can awesome. just appreciate both for sure.
2: I guess it has there are some there are some elements of connection, but mm-hmm. in terms of production and kind of rhythm and harmony
0: but i've been listening to their that's one of the albums that i've listening to on repeat actually recently is i think it's called inside in inside out whatever it's you can find it easily it's kook's album it's something like that um which is earlier i think it's like 2008 or 2006 or something like that and it's like it's definitely grungier than listen just very different sound but like yeah, you you could almost tell me that they're two different bands, and I would have believed you. You know, if you listen to those two albums. Is that the
2: night album?
0: Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. the nighty album. exactly. Which is like they're literally their most popular song, but like which I had heard a bunch, no, but, but hadn't really yeah, well, like, listened to the well, whole album. That, that's much.
2: also probably the least grungy song on it.
0: Yes. Yes. A hundred percent.
2: Yeah, what's the other one? Um,
0: album or song?
2: Another song on that album. Like, album. There's something about a matchbox. No. She moves
0: in her own way. That's play.
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> one's kind of okay. grudgy.
0: Yeah, totally. It's got that old school feel. It's a <laughs> good album.
2: I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> one of the albums I've been playing pretty consistently lately is keeps being that Angie McMahon one.
0: Oh, yeah. Angie McMahon is good. It's good. Yeah. It's a
2: good album.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. What vibe would you say? What, how would you explain that to our listeners?
2: Um, I don't know. It is a bit of a, I guess it's kind of the Sarah Harmer vibe. Mm-hmm. It's that vibe where the song construction is not particularly linear.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It, it often ends up being just solo female artists mm-hmm. doing this with Sharon.
0: Oh, Sharon Von Etten. Sharon's totally
2: the same thing, where it's strong kind of unique singer but it's really mostly based on the song construction like they're that's where they shine Mm -hmm. and it's all because it's very Mm non-linear
1: uh
2: good good ability to build they all look like these artists always include bridges in Mm -hmm. their songs uh there's like often little time signature changes mm-hmm. or key oh, key Love lot time
0: signature change you get
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so excited yeah, about but time it's like a lot of progression <laughs> yes I guess that carries on to like because the another artist who does this beautifully and I really like is Kendrick Lamar yeah
0: yeah yeah not
2: the same sort of music at all but, but totally very sense. much into progression and
1: movement
2: mm-hmm. in, in his music I mean mm-hmm. that's what a lot of thrash metal is Hmm. If you listen to Death Magnetic in particular, although even <laughs> even or the early mid like uh, Ride the Lightning has a lot of songs like this, but Death Magnetic every song starts off with this kind of little melody that's kind of spooky and. You know, can and I tell you a, deep, a deep dark secret of mine? Them.
0: Is that literally. I I so respect and believe and think it's like such a good genre of music in theory. Yeah, stupid names. But no, no. <laughs> the thing is, it's not. A, yes, that is part of it. But all I think of when whenever you say these names is Richmond from IT, the IT crowd okay. talking about Cradle of film. <laughs> Yes. I die every every day.
1: <laughs> whatever
0: <laughs> I use picture this fucking vampire from the depths coming out. I and, uh, that's when I started listening to the filth. <laughs> Thank God I had the filth to get me through those the, times.
1: It's
2: fun <laughs> because it's just,
0: I
1: can't part stop of, being part of the draw of
2: to. <laughs> for me anyways part of the draw of their whole thrash metal (laughs) spot is just how like silly
1: the lyrics
2: are right the names are just stupid but the like the content Mm -hmm. of what they're actually singing Mm -hmm. is just so dumb (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of entertaining Mm -hmm. in a very fun way Mm -hmm. it's it kind of follows up that fast-paced fun or you know Mm fast-paced music with just the subject matter that is total suspension of disbelief it's just hmm. kind of like disconnected from reality
1: mm-hmm.
2: in in a lot of ways where they do tend to want to you know talk about like the rust is all political activism fight, fight the man
1: mm-hmm.
2: sort of stuff but it's just presented as like crazy nonsense mm-hmm. so it's sort of fun mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. Okay, give me, you were saying Angie McMahon, give me, like, a top five-ish of, like, what you're currently listening to, like, artists or albums, currently like, right yeah, now. like, what are you, what's on your playlist right now? When you put on headphones and you're pressing play on something, What what's in it?
2: Uh, definitely Angie's mm-hmm. in it right now. Um, I've been in a mood to go back to Death Cab mm-hmm. lately. I mean, we did a little bit today, but...
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: That's definitely been one. Unironically, uh, <laughs> the thrash metal has been mm-hmm. coming back a little bit too. Uh, part of the funny thing is just lately in recent months, as mentioned before, in my car rides to work, I've been listening to the CBC,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, just like the news programming, cues what's on in the morning, so... Uh, that and then on like I've listened to a lot of podcasts Mm -hmm. which eats up a good chunk of music time so I haven't listened to a ton of music on its own um so I've been kind of erring towards the big catch-all plays to sort of try and get as much stuff as I can I'm just trying to anyways I'll, I'll think I'll see I'll think if there are any more what what about you
0: um definitely like that kooks album that i mentioned has been on my go-to playlist or sorry on my go-to like album i'll click on right that inside In, inside out Yeah. um second one i honestly don't know
1: okay anyways
0: um oh the new lucy dacus album true uh home video i've listened to that like almost every day no, but like Almost every time I listen to music, I'll listen to at least a song from that album, if not, like, a few or the whole album. True. I, since that came out in, like, July, I want to say, and I've been listening to it, like, pretty hard since then. Lucy Dawkins, she's great. Yeah. um, Very, like, in that genre of kind of, like, slow, lyrical female, like, one female solo artist. She definitely feels a bit of a similar Julia Jaclyn vibe for me.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um Word.
2: Yeah. I, I think that's a slightly different vibe than the than the Sarah Harmer. A little bit. It's like it's
0: adjacent but it's different. It's adjacent different. but yeah.
2: a little bit different. They're more about the poetry of it.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah. Julia Jaclyn is just perfect, I'm so
2: sure. <laughs> makes good sign, <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's very good.
0: Um. Yeah. I just. I, I can. She can do it on, She's an angel. Um, <laughs> oh my god. I can't stop listening to fucking four 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 the Jay Z album. Hey, still, I listen to that was all the time.
2: Say, you definitely had a, a minute where you were hard on Jay Z, but yes. I but it's literally. Realize has not ended.
0: It has. Like it hasn't ended. It's definitely slowed down. There was a minute. There was a day. Yeah, there was a minute where you listening to it all like the twice time a day. yes <laughs> I, yes um and it's just that i'm like i i do love jay-z i like lots of his albums but like i just got so obsessed with 444 that i just listen to it, <laughs> it all the time anyways again a bit of a so a, sweet you know lucy lucy lucy, lucy Dacus, jay-z sure a spectrum um i don't know can think
1: of right now
0: um, I'm getting a little bit back, in, not back into as if I wasn't into it before, but I've been listening to Phoebe Bridgers again.
2: The first one or the second one?
0: Well, she just came out with a new song, which is why I started listening to it her I
2: don't know. again. Really? Mm-hmm. Didn't her new album come out not
0: long ago? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, but her first album is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and honestly, just like the Better Oblivion, I've kind of like group that all together but that's a damn good album but the if you haven't listened to better oblivion community center uh another sean talbot recommendation for the win but be good so good be good um yeah and i listened to one of connor Oberst's older albums the other day i was inspired as bright eyes or as himself as himself just connor which yeah that man just has every project under the sun going but that was just a full-on connor Oberst album Oh my god, I can't stop listening to Sublime right now. I've listened to the Sublime self-titled album four times this week. True. It's good. It's so, like, I literally, and then Ellie and I listened to it the whole car, like, we listened to the whole album on the car ride home. It's just, it's just so good like each song is like the hits man and there's like the few that are like super like radio you know like bangers but then the other ones are like just as funny just as good like they're so tongue-in-cheek they're so oh yes it's like the white ska band it's just so funny like the southern california but the,
2: like it's the white ska band fucking, like the, the lyrics to match yes it, it's just it's it it's appropriation in some ways, but yeah. it's also not but it's also because like, it's
0: super working class, like trash. It's like, totally not absolute white it's, trash. It's <laughs> taking
2: that sound, and, like, totally <laughs> just yeah, saying yeah, no, okay. I'm I'm not trying to be no. a Jamaican person. I'm no. trying to use a cool sound and talk know, about like, my trashy own shit, about trailer yeah. town.
1: So
0: trailer trash, it's so good, it's like, awesome. man. That's a sublime album. Sublime album. <laughs> sublime. It's just like so good, man! Fucking top to bottom. I well,
2: that's I mean, that's the other thing. Just the, the whole name of the band is just total irony.
0: Yeah, they really picked it out of a dictionary, right? <laughs> yeah. Any have any closing thoughts on music?
2: Um, there's lots out there. Yeah, and it's worth the time and effort to sort of pay attention to what you're listening to and to to follow th- threads when you hear something you do like. Because I think, I've had Spotify for a number of years now. Got it in like second or third year university. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So a while now. And I think the best thing that it offers is the opportunity to follow those threads. So you come to the table with a streaming service usually you have an idea of what you want to listen to on your first go.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There are definitely going to be people out there who just throw on whatever all the time, and that's that. And that's a good way to use it, too, if that's what you want. But if you're someone who's interested in, in finding new things and trying to find music that you really like, just start with what you like and click around. Just do a lot mm-hmm. of clicking and a lot of trying. All the
0: suggested artists suggest that people also like so I click that shit. Totally.
2: They do a really good job of just throwing things out there, and I don't, It it's not going to give you everything, but I really do think that they do a good job of suggesting mm. a really wide range. They're, they're not really biased. They're just not just going to suggest Justin Bieber for
1: no, every no. single
2: artist. Like, they really dig pretty deep.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, You're, like, the Discover Weekly function, they'll dig pretty deep there, too.
0: Oh yeah, I'm tipsy. Music is fun. Also, like it's it's meant to be like fun and playful, and like it is. You know what I mean? Like it is
2: meant to entertain. Totally. It's meant to help and there's you feel things. Like there's
0: not wrong answers. I feel like that's that's always the thing about no. music. Is like as much as we're low key here bashing people and like music snobs, but like realistically, there is like no wrong answer to what you want to listen no, to. But like the your experience
2: of music is to just throw stuff on and have it be.
0: But like, just honestly, yeah, give it a bit of thought, follow those threads and see what you like. And I'm sure you'll like, you know, new stuff that you've never heard of and that's super fun.
2: Yeah. I mean, now more than ever, you have the opportunity and the tools to seek out things that you, that really make you feel more in whatever way it is you want to feel, whether you want to wallow in sadness or me or feel upbeat, <laughs> uh, you have the means to get whatever does that for you the best.
0: Yes. And that totally. can be
2: any number. Like if that's Drake, that's Drake. If it's going to be drinking beers and driving trucks, then cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's all there. It's all you there. can find the, the best thing that fits for you in those totally parameters pretty easily you just have to be willing to put in like an hour's work
0: yeah and it's like an ongoing life process right of like you'll find an artist you like what that will lead you to well, other artists so that once, you like and then once that's you get like,
2: started it's yeah it's so, so fun easy. and like once you're you just gotta put your foot in the door once once that's happened once you have like a 30-song repertoire, Mm. you're going to start getting real suggestions. I even
0: love, like, if you... To go a little bit beyond that, it's, like, I... Personally, I love following, like, musicians and artists on social media and stuff, and a lot of it, honestly, for me, is, like... So I followed, you know, Julia Jacklin on Instagram, and then she's, she's like, oh, I'm going to see Rolling Blackout, Coastal Fever, like, one of my favorite Australian bands, and I'm, like, who? And, like, you know, look them up on Spotify, and I'm, like, dang, I love... Like, they're great, you know? Um, And it's, like, once you kind of start looking at what your artists that you like like and like who their inspirations are and stuff and like start seeing who they're collaborating with who they're opening for who's opening for them like seeing like what the connections are and you'll just like kind of dip your toe in this like web of music and like what happens and it's like really cool who
2: knew we would have so much to say about music go to bed
0: (laughs) are you mindy Kaling ending your oh yeah sure go Go to bed um i love you i love you too
1: We love you. They're fed.